you hear me at the club fading into the next DJ and it's just like Hey Roaches, I'm Todd Tondera and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome to another weekly edition of Thrifty Podcast, Secondhand Shopping for Worm People. I'm your host, Toddy, as usual. I'm joined this evening by first-time guest over here, and we're going to throw some W's up in the comments for my boy, Lance Parkin. Now, Lance is a filmmaker, actor, and presenter, um, very popular in the Pittsburgh horror scene, has a show right now on Amazon Prime called Theo and the Professor. Lance, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Todd? I'm hanging in there, brother. Um, now, we haven't hung out, I don't think, for probably a decade. It's been a long time. I've known you a long time. It's been just longer since we spoke, I feel like. Yeah. I, a, lot it, of one, a lot of random messages. Lot I of... see like once a year-ish. Yeah. Like once a year-ish is what we've done, and we've never had a recorded conversation. No, this will be the first, but I think, our, that you know about. our early beginnings started out in a very weird place. Yeah, a really weird place. So uh, I went to school for photography. And I went to school for graphic design. And we went to the same school, but we had sort of like a different... I actually was working at the school when you were a student at the school. Yeah, I think so. And I think I... To make it even weirder, I think I'm also... When when were you born? 87. Okay, so I'm not that much older than you. Only two years. But yeah, when I worked at the school, I was in my like early 20s. I'm 31 now. Yeah. And so most people I I met through that school were older than me, but I worked there. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so you graduated, I would assume, like a year or so after me, right? 2010. So you did graphic design there. I did. And then you got into filmmaking, as I mentioned at the top of the show which i probably should have done in the first place but yeah i did because at the time you did like cartoons and stuff like that yeah i was a cartoonist uh, because i didn't think it was doable to do film and then it was then the digital revolution brother so how did you first get into uh what was your first film what was your first piece that you put together um i got started uh via the 48 hour film project which yeah, is, explain that a little bit. It is a competition, nationwide competition, that is held in pretty much every major city. It's been in Pittsburgh for a little bit over a decade, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's a in forty eight hours, teams get together. You pay an admission, you pay a fee, and then you have to using the same prop, line of dialogue, and character name. They give you a male or female variant on it, or whatever your choice is of that, and. Uh, you have 48 hours and you get a random genre and you have to use those three elements and your genre that is unique to you mm-hmm. to make a movie that is between four and seven minutes. And I got started. I knew some guys that were on sets and they taught me how to do sets. I did a 48 with them where I met a guy named Jeffrey Smee who he hit it off and became partners. He's the tech editing guy. You still um, work with him. I Everything I do is still do with him. Yeah. And uh, I do a lot of the writing, producing, directing, and he does the DP editing and the 48 was such a big deal to me because it introduced me to so many people and you know four years later like we our first one we made had no credits no music it was crap and then a year later we won it so like so you took you you went for the gold and got it the second year yeah and then uh it's just i think it's such a good i think it's such a good 
vehicle for people to connect and meet each other and get involved in it that I actually, as of last year, I took it over from Camille Adams. And I, so, I'm now the city producer for the 48 as well for Pittsburgh. So That's pretty cool. And uh, Camille th- does a podcast as well, I believe. Yeah, Rugged Angel is what it's called. She's a good friend of mine, so I'll give her that shout out. And now talk to us talk to us a little bit about Theo and the Professor. Theo that the, was Is that your baby, you would say? That's my big baby right now. I mean, I'm also... Uh, I gotta be low key about. It. I'm working on a feature right now, but my big baby is Theo and the Professor. It's a horror comedy web series, seven episodes, 25 minutes each, and it's sort of a monster of the week kind of deal. A uh, 200 year old man, played by my friend Matt Schultz, who's also the co-writer, and I'm his assistant who is stuck with him, and we sort of don't get along. And you know, we go through a whole mm-hmm. character arc where we learn to get along and all this stuff over the course of seven episodes. But we work for a clandestine organization, hangs out in the shadows, keeps people safe from the things that go uh-huh. bump in the night, uh-huh. you know, that kind of deal. And um, it's sort of a it, it, people who like. I mean, I'm sure people who are fan thrifty love sort of old retro stuff. I would say that it, in equal measures, has. Influence from like Kolchak the Night Stalker, like old seventies horror shows. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, so, yeah, seen it? Yeah. yeah, I've seen and, it. Uh, but I would also say, just as equal measure, influenced by things like Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps, which know? is very up my alley. <laughs> and and that was very. With, that's what first, obviously, you being in it. That's why I paid attention to it. But that's what kind of kept me on. Is that vibe? I didn't even know you saw it. Honestly. Yeah, I, I right didn't now. know. But uh, I guess. Uh, a small announcement that it's on Amazon Prime, which I did yeah. not know. So yeah. you could check out Theo and the Professor on Amazon Prime at your own leisure. Your own TV, just sitting sitting at home on your TV. You should check it out. I mean, I think it's, I mean, the, the cumulative amount is like two hours and 40 minutes, which is like the length of, I think, the newest Avengers. I mean, yeah. And it's better than the newest Avengers, <laughs> yeah, like for sure. Just like support the little guy a little bit, you know, but. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's so. I think it's a good assessment. It's like old TV with way more cursing, but no f bombs. I mean, mm-hmm. we kept it PG thirteen. Theo, great move. Loves the word. Hate swearing. Theo. We we uh, <laughs> we got a uh, review. Thrifty podcast got a one star review on iTunes because of the cursing. Because of the cursing, and we do rate. We do put explicit there. But no matter how many reviews we get, we still have four and a half stars on iTunes because somebody said. Uh, too much cursing I tried I clicked on them and it is the most if anybody's ever on our iTunes page yeah for sure write us a five star review because we need five stars um, on that because we're four and a half but the person who reviewed the show I looked into that person and their other reviews are just as That's weird. That's what they do, man. It's just as weird. With, they have like 12 other reviews and some of the stuff that that person says like it's like three stars like it's on Am- on Amazon we struggle with this because it was like we had we have we have a bunch of four and five star reviews like probably more than lower like yeah. definitely more than lower reviews but then there's like seven or eight fuckers that just like say these shitty things so then you look at what they do and that's all they do is they just peruse Amazon to be shitheads to everybody <laughs> but I liked I appreciated the one star review I mean it fucked the rating sure but keeps, the reason why I appreciated it is because like. I like when I I like that somebody didn't like that of that caliber because like <laughs> I did it wasn't for that person so like I'm glad they weren't like oh I loved it five stars it yeah. was just like for trolls you got to keep it your you know because like I just I just thought f bombs just didn't fit Theo the professor but we go the whole way up to shit I mean Theo says shit like every other any cum do you guys say cum <laughs> no we don't go that maybe we don't go that blue <laughs> maybe okay I mean, okay no spoilers I, I, I feel like we've used enough colors of bodily fluids for blood so mm-hmm. i mean you know maybe like a sea foam semen kind of color okay. that could really work okay. no spoilers gallons no of it. spoilers <laughs> no spoilers so that was a little bit about your world and today i welcomed you into my world yeah it was a it was a sobering experience and a lot of people <laughs> can't do it sober so <laughs> i applaud you but we went thrifting today for today's thrift haul and from what I understand, this was your first time at a Goodwill outlet. It's a first. It was the first time um, shopping by the pound for your secondhand goods. Yeah, I mean, I've shopped by the pound for deli meat, mm-hmm. candy, uh, assorted other edible goods, mm-hmm. but never for mostly uh, just ham, just yeah. ham purposes. Yeah, mostly, uh, but never for uh, offhand clothes and weird 
No, I have printers that you can't use. Printers you can't use. <laughs> Busted towers. Yeah. And through all that junk, there is some gems. Yeah. Uh, I, is that is that? That's my question to you. I, I have to kick things to you now. Kick things to I, me. I have a habit of spinning conversations away. Kick things to me. Away. Interview me. Sure. Yeah. Um, because I am fascinated by this culture, having been there. Is it? Is it the thrill of finding the one awesome thing that keeps you into it? Like. As you dig through all the, as you dig through like the purple, like weird sweatshirts and like, mm-hmm. you know, the te- busted Christmas decorations, yeah, busted Christmas Halloween wigs, t-shirts from places you'll never see or care about. Like all, like what, what keep you going is that you could find maybe, you know, the tiger Batman handheld or yes. like the, the really sweet, you know, Steelers thing from the set or the, that goddamn TriStar thing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. The TriStar jacket that, that was a, one of my, one of my favorite pieces I have that I knew that you would like the TriStar film jacket. It is, um, there is it, the, the logo on the back of it is the TriStar horse, the white horse with the, with the, the wings, the Pegasus, with the, the Pegasus, but it has the yellow triangle around it. Now that was a set jacket from the late 80s, early 90s, because I remember shooting that to you months ago. Yeah. And I was just like, check this out. And I knew that you would love that. But yeah, what's important about those particular pieces is you just never know what you're going to find, number one. And number two, if you could find like one okay thing a day, at least for me, um, that's why you keep going back. So it's that it's almost like gambling or like gold it's gold, gambling like, with very like, little money. Yeah, like a gold, like a gold rush guy. Like it's mostly dirt and rocks, but mm-hmm. every once in a but while, but through the snake oil, <laughs> through the snake oil. So, um, but th- there's some interesting pieces that we have for today's show. Um, the f- I, had one, I had two other questions. Yeah, hit me too, with them first. Overloading too much time. No, you're not. I two Love it. Very important questions, and this is about the brand. And I don't know if I'm just missing out because I, I saw it. There's a scene for this thing. Yeah, I saw the way those people would like. Die. They, they were like when the new. You mean when the new stuff comes out in the blue bins, yeah. everybody jumps in. Them. Wolves on a carcass. Wolves on a carcass. I would put it. And you've seen it on a slow day. Today was a slow day. I, I, I want to introduce you to it bigger is my, days. It is my promise that within ten more episodes, eight more episodes, something soon, I want to come back for a busy day. Busy day. I want to see it at its worst at, and most visceral. At its right? peak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my question is, the roach thing. And you yes. call people roaches for the show. The which, roach coach. Which I think is an awesome way to, for your brand. Is to yes. call your audience a collective term. I like that. The roach coach, baby. But is that, is is roaching or being a roach, is that like a thing that you made up or is that a thing for thrift? Now, how the term roached or to get roached came about is because <laughs> when you find something, when you find something that's just like you find spoiled food, you find water damaged records, you find something electronics that's slightly broken, it's roached. It's a roached thing. It's just roached. And this is an existing term. It's an existing term. It's just it's just roached. And so from that, you get your roaches who roach it. And that's why we call the roach coach people who listen to this show so it's a little bit of both i like that yeah okay and then worms are just disgusting and just like we are so that's you that's me that's your that's us all of it's us yeah but occasionally we do come across some pretty cool things yeah Uh, i have to give a shout out to three pigs vintage at three pigs collective on Instagram, because this is the only piece of this week's thrift haul I didn't get from the Goodwill outlet. This is a shop, um, the, the show does record in Pittsburgh, and this is in the Lawrenceville neighborhood of Pittsburgh. But Three Pigs Vintage, I came across a Charles Barkley pendant. Um, Pretty damn good condition, too. Look at the white. Yeah, it's very clean. And what this is we're looking at, it's a pendant from 1992, Lance. It's 30 inches by 12. It's Charles Barkley, the most famous basketball player of that particular era, at least for me. I grew up with Phoenix Suns Charles Barkley, so this is my Sir Charles. But This is what I associate him with, too. I'm not a big sports guy, so I don't really know where else he went. Yes. Well, he was a he was a part of the Philadelphia 76ers for quite some time and that's where he cut his teeth and that's what he's most known for. Really? From the 76ers to the Phoenix Suns and finished his career with the Houston Rockets. 
So he was an active basketball player from 1984 to the year 2000. So he got everything in before 9-11. This is important. It's before important. it all changed. <laughs> yeah, before everything changed. But uh, for those unfamiliar with Charles Barkley, he was drafted in the fifth round of the NBA draft in 1984 in 1993, he then became uh, part of the Phoenix Suns, and this year, the year that you see the, the pendant from, he was actually the most valuable player in the NBA, the MVP, and he's actually recognized as one of the top 50 greatest basketball players of all time. So this caricature on this, this pendant of him... Um, it's impressive for a man with a head so large. He has a huge head. <laughs> Now, this will be a part of the cover art, so you'll get to see it as well. But during this era of the 90s, especially the early 90s, the caricature uh, drawings of basketball players and baseball players, like the big head mode, basically, was like NBA cool Jam. Yeah. NBA Jam, even a little bit before NBA Jam. But Charles Barkley was also known to be a bit of a bad boy, Lance. I don't know if you knew about that. Uh,. Inkling, it sounds familiar. He, uh, in 1991, he spat on a young girl by accident, and that was a allegedly big, allegedly an accident because he said there was a heckler heckling him, and he meant to spit on the heckler, but spit on the the young girl by accident instead. You think that you would think that his specialty would be long distance arcs, and it just wasn't. <laughs> Um, but he did apologize for that, so it wasn't on purpose. In 1993, he declared sports figures should not be looked at as role models. And he was one of the first basketball players to say that. And um, he got some criticism because they're like, well, you're a professional athlete. You should be like the the definition of like what humans should be. And he's just like, no, nah, we're just like rich and we're stupid. And so he said, don't look at us as role models. Uh, I mean – Good for him, I it's think. Not, it's not wrong in some and cases. He went on record to to stand up for the gay community um, and by saying, and I quote, and this is from Sir Charles Barkley. Oh, he's a sir. That's right. Yes, yeah, Sir Charles Barkley. And I quote, we have a thing going on now, people discriminating against homosexuality in this country. I love homosexuality, people. God bless the gay people. They are great people. Oh, good on him, though. I love homosexuality, people, was his quote. <laughs> good on him. I mean, ahead of the curve. Everybody loves homosexuality people. Now. Yeah, like everybody does. <laughs> I, my friend, also, my friend had a comic book in which he fought Godzilla. Mm. I don't know if you remember that comic book series. Man, that's yeah. something I could find. Yeah, if you found that... That would be. The That's best what thought. you'd be on for. <laughs> <laughs> like this piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck dependent. <laughs> if this was a comic book, I'd be in. Yeah, it was a real comic. He fought Godzilla. Yeah. Um. But you could pick up your own for. Uh, there's a lot out there of this pendant. Of again, it's it's like orange. It's purple. Phoenix Suns got a caricature of Sir Charles Barkley. It goes online for about thirteen to twenty three dollars online. So you could get your own if you'd like. Did you pick that up at a value then, or? Uh yeah, yeah. From Three Pigs Vintage, I'd like to like buy and sell and and trade a little bit with those folks. So Barter? I I got myself a, a good deal on that. But again, it's three at Three Pigs Collective on Instagram. They're great people there. It's a great shop in Pittsburgh, and I you know I'm probably gonna go back soon too. So that was our first piece. The second piece. Um, I let you in on before the show, and you said that you had some hard feelings about it and some positive feelings about Strong it. Strong feelings, yeah. Strong All feelings. positive. All positive. <laughs> what we have here as the second item as a part of our thrift haul for the episode, Men in Black, the album. And it's uh, a cassette tape from 1997 off of Sony Entertainment. And read off some of the songs on the tape there, Lance. Uh, well, the obvious, uh, Men in Black by Will Smith. Uh, we Just Want to Party With You by Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Doggy Dog, not even Snoop Dog. Yeah, featuring JD. Uh, some Cal 
Funk, yep. F-O-N-Q-E, by Buckshot LeFonge. Yeah, Buckshot never. <laughs> Buckshot was trying to take off and never did. But the roots are on this soundtrack. The roots are on that. But Men in Black, for those folks unfamiliar, this is the official soundtrack from the film. Men in Black was a science fiction action comedy. Incredible movie. And it starred Tommy Lee Jones. If you don't know what Men in Black is, what are you? And what Will are you Smith. Fucking around. You got to be brain dead. They're probably even listening. <laughs> If you don't know what Men in Black is, you haven't made it to the episode. <laughs> yeah. You don't know how to look at a podcast. Yeah, you're like beeping somewhere in a hospital. But uh, it grossed over $589 million worldwide against the $90 million budget. So it it made out like a bandit, and it was uh, Barry Sonnenfeld that uh, directed it. You know, he, uh, what else he did? What else did he do? Adam's Family movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I like it. I, like I thought you were going to give me a deep cut. Oh, no. <laughs> the Adams Family movie is all you need. So $589 million worldwide for this science fiction action comedy. Pretty badass. Yeah. That's how I would, that's how I would describe the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Now, you said you've taken some inspiration from uh, the film MIP. Yeah, I would say. I mean, you got... Now, the professor is not a tough guy like... Agent K. Agent K. But uh, he's more of a dopey idiot. But, you know, you have, like, the new guy who's sort of against the grain with the whole organization, clandestine. It's like the men in black for, like, demons and spirits and ghosts and shit. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. They're a little more, like, terrorist celly in the way they operate, but... I could get into Terracelli. Yeah, I I never thought of, I could I never thought of Thea and the Professor that way. But now that you say it, from the creator, yeah, I mean, I can see that it's a clandestine organization. They get mysterious jobs via a courier. It's not really like they don't have like an HQ. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a big influence, I'd say. I love and, that. Movie. Um, so this we're gonna now this boombox. If anybody listened to, uh, I'm sure some of you have out there. Just a couple episodes ago episodes ago i got this very cool vintage boombox from the 80s it's incredible and it's the loudest thing ever and every time i have it on the show i warn people like it's super loud does it does it have any bass or is it all like high end Uh. this these speakers in this boombox were back when boomboxes had decent speakers and they didn't put the cheap ones in yet uh (laughs) but right here i'm gonna go ahead and throw it on and we'll see what we can do about the volume here. Now, is, are we just going blind, or have you picked a spot? I, 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 what, whoa. Good news, it's got a short. <laughs> there we go. Do you remember this stuff? Remember the video? What happened in the video? Oh, are you dancing with that alien? Yeah, yeah it's the alien from the beginning that gets exploded. Or exploded. So it actually doesn't have a short. What the problem is, is how I'm holding it and balancing it on my leg, that it needs more slack in the cord, so it keeps coming off. Is that what it is? Yeah. But um, that was the official soundtrack to Men in Black, the (laughs) alien comedy. (laughs) And, um, but it, uh, I usually find like, uh, like I, I hardly ever find for whatever reason um official soundtracks on cassette i find them on like records and stuff like that i've never found men in black cassette so it's hyped for that that's pretty that's incredible my dad's house i still have the uh, wayne's world soundtrack on cassette that's pretty cool i love maybe, that maybe i'll bring it and give it to you as a gift I you no, should i have no use for it oh yeah well as you could see in my apartment <laughs> there's plenty of uses for everything <laughs> yeah. i'm going down on the list today though so we have the charles Barkley Pendant, we have the Men in Black soundtrack. Another piece, which is interesting, um, as a part of the thrift hall, we have a giant, uh, what you could assume is a back patch, and it's a circular green back patch that says 1990 Grand American Remington. And I looked this up, and this is actually an award given for, like, rifle shooting. It's an award? It's an award. The reason why I have it on the show is because this dude on it, Andrew Bartko, turns out I'm related to him. <laughs> it turns what? out, yeah, he's in the family. He's in the family. Amazing. 
I don't know him, but he's like, uh, I guess he's like a second cousin on my mom's side, Andrew Bartko. And so this is Andrew Bartko's award from 1990 that I picked up at a Goodwill outlet in 2019. I've never spoken to him, and I have no idea how it got here. <laughs> so that was one of the fun things that we found today as well. Um, Personal. Yeah, so that's a part of it. Also, um, probably my favorite piece of this week, and I looked this up. There isn't a lot of information on it, but it is a porcelain cookie jar. Is there a cookie crumb still in it? Is that what just fell out of it? No. Did you hear, like, crumbs fall out of it? Yeah. There's, like, paper and stuff. But um, what we have is, like, a rabbit, a porcelain rabbit cookie jar. And I will be using that in my kitchen for not only cookies, but I'll tell you what, I'm prepared to put fruit in it too. I think it, I think it deserves <laughs> fruit. <laughs> Is that okay to say? Yeah, I think it's okay. It's not really too hot of a take, I feel. But you could check out the rabbit, the rabbit cookie jar, the bunny cookie jar, cute brown rabbit, in the video that's out now because we've been putting together thrift haul videos, which you could check out at thrifty's youtube channel so type it in you'll see lance's face you'll see my face but there's a lot of other stuff um as a part of the thrift haul that we actually don't have time to talk about today but we have uh the charles barkley pendant we have the men in black soundtrack we've got a cookie jar we've got an award by somebody from my family yeah a deeply personal not a bad haul right Uh, So we're going to take a quick commercial break, Lance. But when we come back, we're going to be playing Vintage versus Modern. I'll wait right here for the commercial break. Sick. Officer Eduardo, how did these get here? I thought I'd turn these into the proper authorities. Uh, the way I hear it, Jeebsy, you into something a little hotter than some stolen Rolexes. Yeah, well, sure, I'm a huge crack dealer now, but I still work here because I love the hours. I'm talking about guns, smartass. Weird ones. Come on, Edward, what you see is what I got. Why don't you show him the imports, Jeebs? Hi, Kay. How are you? Show him the imports right now. I got out of that business a long time ago. Why do you lie to me, Jeeves? I hate it when you lie. Just hold on a second. I'm gonna count to three. He'll do it, Jeeves. One. I'm telling you, that man does not look stable. Two. You know what? Talk to me. He he is just crazy when he's like this. He's always crazy. Why don't you get a massage? Take the cruise out. Drop the weapon and put your hands on your head. I warned it. Drop the weapon! You warned it. Don't make me kill you. Show us the merchandise, you're gonna lose another head, Jeeves. back with some men in black during the commercial break i'm gonna do a slow fade out here see if it works you're gonna hear some like smooth smooth let's try it again i don't like how i need it smoother (laughs) yeah somehow that was worse (laughs) like butter You hear me at the club fading into the next DJ, and it's just like, <laughs> let's try it again, folks. Like, <laughs> wasn't good enough. Let's do it worse. So we're back here with Lance Parkin. Lance Parkin does Theo and the Professor. You could watch it on Amazon Prime right now. Also, um, something you didn't do in your opening thing is uh, you mentioned that you had um, a film festival coming up. I'd love to talk about that a little bit. You said on the on the 20th. Indie Oaks Film Festival. Yeah. Um, I don't know. When, April the 20th. When does Indi- this come out? Uh, Sunday, brother. Oh, well. Quick turnaround. Submissions will still be open. 
Sick. If you know any filmmaker friends or you are a filmmaker and you have a short film that is uh, 12 minutes or short, or short, 12 minutes or less, uh, you just go to find Indie Oaks on Film Freeway and you can submit it. I mean, we can only take, you know, 90 minutes worth of movies, so mm-hmm. I'll have to subject it to the committee. In which, closing, so this would come out on Sunday. So you got till April 6th. April 6th and then for April, the Indie Oaks Film Festival deadline. And then April 20th is the show and it's our fourth year and we do we do like we do like stage skits before the movies you do one reel we do a funny skit reel intermission funny skit reel awards mm-hmm. starts on time runs straight about two and a half hours runs on time keep a dude. tight show runs on time we do another one in october called haunted oaks which is my real baby it's an all horror short film festival i've seen some stuff for that i've uh, not participated in I it but that's haunted something oaks. that with thrifty podcast we always ramp things up around halloween season two because we have figured out that when the holidays come around when people like drag out their decorations they donate like two tenths of them oh i would totally come back for halloween episode so we have every episode in the month of october is spooky themed all we have witches we have ghouls we have everything so i love it come back for that but yeah the india the india oaks film festival April the twentieth, the Oaks Theater yeah, in Pittsburgh. The, uh, Oaks Theater at um outside yeah. of Pittsburgh, but so clearly I I love to facilitate other filmmakers. That in the forty, I just I feel like it just it's Pittsburgh. Way Pittsburgh works, man. You gotta you gotta like find other people of like interests and band together. You know, mm-hmm. just like this podcasting thing. Like we're trying to, we made a scene because there wasn't one. Yep, that's so. what you gotta do. That's the way you do it, man. Proud the, the, of you guys. The second act of this show. Um, has has become very heated in recent months. Heated. It's heated. Uh, normal co-host of the show, Josh Lascall, Larkin, and I have gone back and forth with Larkin. Ben. Yes. That's what he combined my name. Yes. Made it a last name. So there is a Josh Larkin <laughs> associated with the show, and now there's a Lance Parkin. Uh, okay. Larking and parking. I know. Both on Thrifty Podcast. <laughs> Lance <laughs> Parking. <laughs> Vintage versus modern. So, vintage versus modern. For those folks new to the show, what we do with this segment is we compare the value and the collectability of something vintage versus its modern counterpart to see what actually holds more value of an item. So, let's hit that intro. So what say you, Lance, vintage versus modern? I'm going to give you a couple of different options here, but we are talking about hair clippers. Hair clippers. Mm. I was trying to find something that was outside of your Uh wheelhouse to trick you. Have you ever cut your own hair? Have you buzzed your own head before? I never buzzed my own head, but I cut my own hair for six years. But I used shears, like Mm. scissors type, like. I snipped it. I didn't shave it. So six years of cutting. Yeah. Awesome. I shaved my head this summer because I had long, dirty brown. By dirty, I don't mean actual dirty. I mean the color. Like the dirty blonde, dirty brown locks that I shaved my head, and that was the first time. Hair still growing back. Tell you what, I regret it because now I just look like a normie. (laughs) But um, so what we have, vintage hair clippers. Uh, on the vintage, they're from the old Soviet. They are uh, from the Russian Federation. And, oh. And they do come with a satchel. So the Russian, Russian Federation, Federation hair clipper with satchel wow. is your vintage. Versus modern. The modern ha- hair clippers, it's Wall Pro Clipper, and it's from a barber's kit. So barber shears versus the old Soviet. Um, what do you think has more value, vintage and, versus modern? And these are both secondhand, I suppose. Like secondhand on eBay.com, the website right now. The website. <laughs> um, um, uh, Hair clippers. What do you think? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna guess. It's probably a trick. Probably falling right into your trap, but I'm probably going to guess that the Russian. See how big are these Russian Federation? You ones? could you could ask any any questions whatsoever. How big are they? Are they? Do they look? 
smaller? Like, is the there are now? I can't say uh, per chance what the weight is, but I can say they're the size of a regular hair clipper that you think of, like your standard hair clipper. And now the size. barber one is that slightly larger, like a barber's office. It's a slightly the blade is slightly larger, but the 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 thing you hold on is the same. Like this thing you grip up is the same, but the blade. But it's probably way better made. Could than be this other Russian Federation set of clippers. But that one comes with a satchel. Uh, Does this satchel add value? That that is something to consider. Mm-hmm. But what did the satchel look like? Was it like beat to shit? Was beat, to old- shit. <laughs> <laughs> beat to shit. Beat to shit. Vintage versus modern hair clippers. No matter what, I'm going to feel like I'm walking into a trap. If, even if I, So I'm going to say the newer ones are actually more expensive. Okay, so you're going to go modern. The seemingly more vintage Russian ones. Um, but then I, now I have to guess by how much. Well, it's a part of it, but it, it's you guess modern, correct? I'm guessing modern. How much do you think? How much do you think over the vintage? Ballpark 40 to $50. 40 to $50 more, the new one. The modern 30. one. 30. 30. Okay. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So first we'll go over the price of the vintage. So the vintage old Soviet Russian Federation with satchel hair clippers, 63 bucks. Okay. So for you to be right, the modern hair clippers have to be in the 90s. Yeah. Do you still feel good about it? Not great. Well, the modern wall... Pro Clipper with the out of the barber's kit, twenty six ninety nine. Ah, I should have went with my gut the first time. So vintage. I, th- I thought you picked the rush. I thought them being vintage and Russian made them sound more expensive. So I thought this was a trick. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I screwed it so up. So the vintage were sixty three dollars. The modern was twenty six ninety nine. So oh for one for Lance. What was the prices on them? The vintage sixty three bucks versus the modern. Twenty six ninety nine. Bitch, because yeah. my gut instinct was that the Russian ones were the forty dollar difference, so I went with forty. Mm-hmm. But then I thought you were tricking me, so I switched them. Nope, I no tricks on this show. I could have been a contender. Not, not a trick. So, do you have one for me? I do, but see, the thing is, I, I don't know if I understood. I, they're not direct parallels. Like, okay, I'll like, do it. Throw it at me. Like, they're similar franchise, mm-hmm. but they're not. It's not like, you know. An item. An action figure from the 80s. There's an action figure now or... Well, whatever it is, throw it at me. Okay. So, you fan- I mean, you're the, you're the man who knows these things. You're the... Maybe. I'm actually statistically bad at this this, this segment. Really? I'm statistic- statistically bad at it. But we'll see. Well, Maybe I'll get you, though. I picked to try to be vaguely on brand. Mm-hmm. Um, given that I, I thought there'd be some sort of horror mention with me. I went with Friday the 13th franchise. Okay. And my uh, vintage is. So is this vintage? Yes. So vintage versus modern. What is your vintage? Uh, One is a from the 1980s. Doesn't give you a year. It is a small lamp of Jason Voorhees mask. Ooh, so a Jason lamp vintage. Yeah, it looks like in the photo. It looks like it's about seven inches high. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's, it's the lamp. So it's a Jason Voorhees lamp. Yeah. From the 80s? Yeah. Okay. Good condition. Good uh, condition. The so eyes light up red. Ooh. That would be, I want it. That would be. I want it. Very good condition, though. The white of the mask is very white. White so, of the mask is very white. Taken care of. Didn't yellow at all. You know? Didn't yellow at all. Versus. Versus the modern. The piece. modern. A Mezco Jason Voorhees stylized, big head style, much like your Jason Barkley banner there. Uh Uh-huh. Six-inch action figure. Ooh. And so that's modern. That's the modern. So the modern Jason action figure versus the vintage Jason lamp. With light-up eyes. With light-up eyes. I'm going to go vintage lamp, and I'm going to go by $24. $24? Vintage by 24. But the big thing is I'm going vintage. You're going vintage? Yes. You'd be right. Awesome. But okay. That's, that's not what caught my eye. Okay. You'd be right. The modern action figure is yeah. $48. Mhm. And the 6-inch lamp 
is $199. Wow. So vintage <laughs> by a ton. Vintage by a ton. Vintage yeah. by a ton. A truck ton of blood vintage. Yep. I like it. Okay. I like that. I like the uh, the lamp must be, I mean, it never yellowed. No. Over 100 Perfect bucks, condition, though. it looks like. I'm being the roach that I am. I'm throwing 30 and hope they take it. I'm not doing over the 100. 30, I don't think. <laughs> so I'll I'll hit you with my second one. So vintage versus modern Lance. We're going to be looking at a lawnmower. A lawnmower. So the vintage lawnmower is 21 inches. It's a Sunbeam Electric 3 HP Lawn Champ. Electric lawnmower. With bag. Sunbase Electric 21 inches. 3 HP lawn champ with bag. That's your vintage lawnmower. Your modern lawnmower. It's a self-propelled gas lawnmower. And it's 22 inches. So a little bigger. One inch bigger. It is gas in comparison to the vintage electric. And the brand is Husqvarna. Husqvarna. So it's not a known brand. Heard of that. Yeah, right? <laughs> so you have your vintage electric mower versus your modern gas-propelled mower. Now, are you somebody who cuts the grasslands? Uh, are you a grass-cutting person? I'm not, but as weird as it sounds, I wished I was. Mm. I miss cutting grass. My father's house he had that he grew up in in the Johnstown area, he had a couple acres. We used to cut with a rotting lawnmower. Takes mm-hmm. me back to a pleasant place, so that smell of... The grass clippings in the air. Really. Stained white shoes. Stained shoes. Stained shoes. Sweat on the armpit. Work up a good sweat. What kind of music you listen to when you're cutting the grass back then? What were some bands? Back in, then? Back then, I did. Some what? bands in your buds, as the kids are calling them. In, in the my, earbuds. In my buds. Yeah. Uh, you would appreciate it. Back then, I often made, because we're talking 97, 98. It had a CD player, mm-hmm. which cramming that in your pocket wasn't doable. So no. I would create tapes off of the radio. I would record mixtapes yeah i'd record mixtapes off the radio awesome so uh, they would be a mix of the radio hits of the 90s mixed with you know a little bit of blink 182 of course of course dude ranch dude ranch dude ranch on mixtape they were my like knew him before they were cool guy you know Uh my first subject to that sort of feeling dude ranch stuff uh, so you were dude ranching when you were cutting the grass mm-hmm. fushu mang uh by smash mouth okay whole album walking, wow walking on the sun like wow pre, pre um wow so some really All-Star. undercover music <laughs> no but like nobody knew that nobody knew it was um, smash mouth the band smash mouth you yeah. found apparently oh, yeah i found them through columbia house uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Remember, you get seven CDs for like a nickel or whatever. Seven CDs my, for a nickel. My brother would, um, he would scam them and he would use everybody's house, everybody's name and house as a referral. And he'd always let me have one CD. Oh. And one well, of them was through nice. Shumang. That's nice of him. Yeah. So, so seven CDs. So it takes you back to a certain era of your life. Yeah, grass cutting. It's important to me. It makes me feel good. So vintage versus modern. Prove it to yourself that you still have the chops and knowing. My guess would be the modern. The modern. Just because it's, I don't know. Okay. By how much? (sighs) Um, By how much do you think the modern mower is worth versus the vintage? Versus this old electric thing? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. $40. $40. No, I just said 40 Whatever, 40 40 to 50 So you're going modern by 40 Yeah, sure. Okay. So the vintage Sunbeam Electric 21-inch mower, lawn champ with bag, $300 even. The electric? $300 even. Okay. How are you feeling about your modern pick? Not good. I doubt the other one's $340. This one... Is three hundred and twenty-two ninety-nine. Modern wins out by almost twenty-three bucks. So you almost not bad. You had you picked the right one first and foremost. Yeah. You picked modern, and you almost got the price point. Not bad. So it's twenty-three dollars. The new one over the vintage one. So you do know a little bit about grass cutting, Lance. I love grass cutting. Hit me with your second one. I have a second one. I'm not Hit- as I'm not as good at this as you are. I mean, you are the pro at this. <laughs> <laughs> Picking these things. Got to be the pro at something. Yeah, the pro at eBay, the website. eBay.com, the website. Uh, Professional champion. So what we're picking this time, beer 
signs. On the beer wall. signs. Decoration. Decor- beer signs. Decorative beer signs. Beer signs. Love. I love a good beer. Yeah. I love drinking the alcohol beer. Yeah, love so. drinking the alcohol beer. And now, I guess technically this is a malt liquor, but sure, we'll, we'll count it. It it all comes uh, out the same way. For vintage, you're looking at a 1974 Colt 45 Red Fox metal sign. Ooh. Distressed. So it's a little distressed. Distressed. Is that? Little distressed. Now, is it build distressed or? Did it get fucked up over time? Uh, doesn't actually say. It looks like it got a little fucked beat, up over beat time. up in the top right corner. But I mean, it's mostly it's a photograph of Red Fox holding up a Colt forty five. Sick. Okay, yeah. so that's the vintage beer sign. Yeah. The modern piece. What do you have? Well, the modern one is for Big Wave Beer Golden Ale. It is a probably two feet wide. Okay. Neon light up sign. Cool. 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 Uh, the wave moves. Mm hmm. In it so the okay so the vintage unused the vintage is unused no the, the modern is unused. unused unused neon sign versus distressed metal red oh. fox sign hmm. so the old one does not light up no, there's just no a, lights just in a, the old one just a big metal rectangle yeah Probably i got gotcha. you guessing about the size of the thing that no one can see over my left shoulder <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> perfect perfect they got it <laughs> um see the light the light up thing if it lights up um it works i'm prone to say i'm going to go modern over vintage i'm Not gonna much. go modern by eighteen dollars, modern by eighteen. Give me by the vintage $18, price. Huh? Give me the vintage price first. The vintage price? Yeah. Uh, twenty four ninety five. Oh, I feel good. You feel good? So if the vintage is twenty four ninety five, then I said the new one by eighteen dollars. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Now Hit you're me. you're very close. Mm-hmm. But the vintage is the more expensive one. Really? This brand new. Neon light up sign is a dollar twenty five. You're kidding me, dude! <laughs> bet on that. <laughs> is that the, a you bid? Is that a yeah, bid it's one? Still open to bid. Yeah, it's well, six oh, okay. more. Well, here's the thing. That's not the final price point. Oh, that's what happens. That's his minimum bid. Well, he's got four bids. And he's a dollar twenty five. Well, that's that's why that's that price because it's not the Do buy think, now. Will it shoot up? At oh, the end? it'll shoot up, dude. It'll shoot uh, up. But technically speaking, at this point, at this moment, while we are recording, vintage wins out. The uh, Colt, the Colt Forty Five one did sell at twenty four though. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't have any vintage beer signs up. I have like a cool Coca Cola clock. I don't know if you've seen my kitchen, but yeah. I have a cool Coca Cola clock that's been on the that. show like five six weeks ago, something like that. But no, not a ton of vintage beer stuff. But so I went one in one. I'll take it. I'm actually, like I said, statistically pretty bad at this. Well, I mean, I also failed the rules by not knowing. (laughs) That's part of it. Part of vintage versus modern is you make up your own rules as you go on. Flying blind. Just flying. Whatever words words the other person says, the other person just goes, okay, Uh, and let's figure it out. Yeah. So it was your first time on Thrifty Podcast. It was your first time at a Goodwill outlet. Thoughts on everything. Thoughts on everything. Some takeaways. <laughs> takeaways. <laughs> Take. We haven't had a conversation like this maybe ever in our lives, and we've known each other for pretty much a long fucking time. Uh, Eleven years now. Eleven whole years, and this is the first time we're sitting and speaking about, especially about uh, the Goodwill outlet. Yeah. Uh, some takeaways from the whole experience. I had fun. Mm-hmm. Fun. F U N. F U N. Mm-hmm. Uh. No F U C K. Fun. Uh, fucking fun. <laughs> we're we're allowed to swear all day. I almost. had fucking fun. Nice. Yeah, I definitely liked it. I definitely had a good time. I would like to see it more cutthroat. Mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't cutthroat enough. I expected more mm-hmm. from those people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good review. Like that's like a restaurant review, like soccer mom restaurant review. Like I expected more from those people. <laughs> cutthroat. Yeah, like, the way. I did find it slightly unnerving the way they lurked and waited and descended upon their prey. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't try to 
fight it. I just took it in. Mm-hmm. And I got some good photos of you doing your job. Oh, nice. Yeah, Did you get I, some? Yeah, I, I love sort of, those for I just social sort of, media. I just sort of lurked back and took photos of you doing it and then <laughs> tried to avoid the looks of the people wondering why I'm taking photos of them. Sick, dude. Um, Sick. Send those to me. I will. For sure. Uh, so that was some some takeaways. I would like to see it crazier. I definitely want to come back and well, we soon. Went, we this is a fun show. Later, we went later in the evening. Yeah, I had a totally fucking terrible day, so it really affected <laughs> the, the entire way I could get here. Um, but uh, it, it proved that's another good review. Uh, totally one eighty'd my day, which was terrible until I got to the outlet. It's perfect now. Yeah, it's a much better day as a result. I'll remember today. For the experience of thrifting and doing the show, then I will anything that preceded it. I barely remember what happened to me today now. Yeah. I, days day. go by. So days go by so quick and so fast for me. Some days that like I don't remember where they happen. And then other days I just don't get out of bed. So yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's, not, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like it's like one of, <laughs> you know, it's either like happy healthy happy healthy happy ha- or just like somewhere else yeah you know why 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 not be manic depressive you know yeah 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 <laughs> um but the show again is theo and the professor check is check it out on amazon prime lance parkin with us i also want to give a shout out to steve barras steve barras.bandcamp.com the mastermind behind bluffs uh for the theme for our show for many reasons alternate reality also want to give a quick shout out to Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com. They're our sponsor. You could buy thrifty t-shirts, thrifty, get roached t-shirts right now at toddytondera.com. Click podcast. But Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com. The offer stands if you buy 50 t-shirts, you get 12 in your order for free. CWPress.com. Just pop in the promo code Thrifty Podcast. So, Lance, it sounds like you're going to be back sooner than later. Definitely. Sooner than later. You want more crazy, more chaotic. Definitely. We'll do that the next time. I want to see the, what, every 15 minutes switch? Is that what it is? Every 15 to 20 on, we're talking like really fast days, there's new product that comes out onto the Goodwill outlet floor in those bins and out. This evening, it being more of a slower day, they happen like every 45 minutes. I want to see 15 minutes. I want to see. So you're ready to be a real roach. Yeah, I would like to... uh... I would like to further study Roach Hood. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ed, so as you continue into Roach Hood, everybody else out there, as we know, it's time to get roached. <laughs>